Ach so, nein, was mache ich? Ich meine, erst wenn wir dann die, die Sachen wollt, uns anhören, oder? Ich wollte so wie gewohnt. Ja. Alright. Ready? Bist du soweit? Ja, ich glaube schon. Ich okay. bin mega müde und mein Magen knurrt ab und zu, aber. Okay. Did you get that? Also, ich verstehe nur Bahnhof. You only understand train station? It's all Greek to me. Understanding train station. Living between cultures with Josh and Phelan. Welcome back to a new episode of Understanding Train Station. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Josh. I'm Feli. And, and we're in Germany. <laughs> yeah, we're like, we've been in weird locations recently. Yeah, you Twice guys. Twice have... we were in my living room, mm -hmm. which was kind of echoey, reverby. Yeah, bit. and I realized I think I may have messed something up with my microphone. So sorry about that on the interview with my high school German teacher. Yeah. Um, but this is the first time that we're talking to you guys since that came out. So. Yeah, technical mistake on my part, I think, but hopefully you guys... It's okay. I don't think anyone complained, yeah. really. We tried to, like, fix it as, mu as much as we could in the yeah. post-production. But also, uh, we're again in a d different environment today. Well, you guys have seen this before, but yes. it's been a while. What what episodes have we recorded here? I know we did our interview with Danya here. And then we did at least one more, just the two of us, which I think was the one about Josh and Germany. So, yeah, like, uh, exactly. Uh -huh. um, that might have been it. Honestly, or maybe we did a third one. I'm not quite sure. I'm trying to think. Yeah, <laughs> I think it was just the two. Either just honest. two, but yeah, you guys recognize the background with the uh, with the cool uh, sound sound. What's what's it called? The oh, pan like the the, the panels. Panels. I don't yeah, know we're in a real called. studio, basically. Yeah, absorbing so. panels. Um, so we're in Munich. Yes. <laughs> Long story short, <laughs> welcome to Munich, Both of everyone. us, which was kind of planned and also kind of a coincidence. I was gonna go to Munich anyways. Yeah. And then I just realized, okay, if I'm gonna go at the end of July or like early August anyways, then I might as well coordinate it with you yeah. so that we get to see each other both in Cincinnati and here. And I went here this last Thursday. Well, when you guys see this, it's already going to be weeks later. Yeah. But um, yeah, I left Cincinnati on Thursday and then you left on Friday. Exactly. So. Which that wasn't really necessarily planned. No, no. But it's just funny. <laughs> it's all also just so weird. Like I saw you last week at like our friend's place and then at your place. And now just two now days we're, later, we're in Munich. Yeah, both of us. It's like crazy how like we're both jet lagged a little bit. Yeah. I think I'm actually more jet lagged than Probably you Probably right because I'm still like... In yeah, the transition I wasn't, wasn't as jet like yesterday, which was my first like full day in Germany. Mm -hmm. But today I like I got up early. I already re recorded a video and yeah, I'm kind of tired. <laughs> yeah, we should have coffee on the table instead of. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't even drink coffee. I was going to say you're not a you coffee should, drinker, no. though. I, I made sure to down a couple espressos before coming here. So if I'm speaking too quickly, uh, let me know. But I think it's fine. I my mom bought me some mate, ah, nice. the, like uh, South American tea drink that yeah. like in germany they make that tea into like a soda mm -hmm. kind of thing and it's like it's almost like an energy drink but it's not nearly as unhealthy as, as the red bulls that you normally like yeah well <laughs> i don't like them i just coffee doesn't yeah. do anything for me so yeah it's probably also more placebo than anything else cause... exactly I, i feel like that's also the <laughs> i mean coffee obviously has a lot of caffeine in it but um I drink a lot of coffee. Yeah. One thing that I realized this morning, because we just got a new roommate. Oh, you uh, did? I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, so one of my roommates moved out and a new person moved in. Um, he moved in at the beginning of this week while I was in the U.S. Okay. And I met him for the first time yesterday, um, but just briefly because I was jet lagged and he was he was in his room. Um But then this morning I had a coffee and I was talking to him and I realized I was speaking really quickly. <laughs> um, I mean, his English is great, so it wasn't a big deal. Okay, but, good. Um, But yeah, so if I'm speaking too quickly, I'll, I'll try to slow down somewhat. Yeah. Um, no, I think it's fine. 
Okay, quick greetings from Josh and Feely from the future. Um, Hello. This is us. <laughs> this is us in September. Um, I'm in Cincinnati and Josh is in Munich. But when we recorded this episode, we did not know yet that we were going to have a sponsor. So... We're here to talk about the sponsor real quick, which, as you know, is Lingoda, which is an online language school where you can learn a language intensively for three months and get to a point where you can confidently speak the language. And they are having one last Lingoda sprint this year, starting at the end of October, October 31st on Halloween. You can sign up by October 15th. So for all of you, we said this last time, for all of you who had this as a New Year's resolution to work in your language skills, whether it's German or French or Spanish or English or business English, even they have like an extra business English class. Uh, this is your chance to do that still, to fulfill your New Year's resolution before the year is over. And if you follow through, you can even get up to 100% cash back. So as we've talked about in the past, there are two options that Lingoda offers. The Super Sprint, which is where you attend 30 classes a month for three months. And if you meet all of the requirements, then you get 100% cash back. The other option is the Sprint, where you attend 15 classes a month for three months. And if you meet all of the requirements, then you get the 50% cash back. Both plans require a, de a deposit before you can start, which is a 49 euro or $59 deposit. And each plan is paid in three monthly installments. So you pay as you go. And the cool thing is that you can even save 20 euros, which equals 25 US dollars if you use our code CHAMP21. We're also going to put it in the show notes below and in the info box on YouTube, CHAMP21. And some of the great things about Lingoda, which I know you guys have heard us talk about in the past, but there really are some great opportunities and some flexibility that is with the Lingoda program that really can help to your learning experience. First of all, the fact that they have really flexible learning hours. I know through my experience, it's been really easy just to find the class that's going to fit my schedule. So they offer classes 24-7 so you can learn anytime, anywhere. Yeah, um, any time zone, really. Yeah, exactly. I know I actually, you have to keep the time zone, but even when I was in the US, I was able to figure out what classes would work for me, even though I was hooked up in the German time zone. Another huge benefit is the fact that they have native speakers who are their teachers. So you will always have a native speaker that you learn from, which both Feli and I know is such a huge advantage in your language learning experience. They have experienced teachers with real life language experience including local expressions and cultural references, which I know I've talked about how I've been able to kind of use some of the local French um, expressions that I've learned from my from, from my roommates <laughs> and friends here, which sometimes surprises the teachers. Words. But it's, exactly. <laughs> but it gets a laugh out of the teachers, which is always fun because they don't expect yeah. it. Yeah. Um, and another huge advantage is the class size where it's small groups, a maximum of five people, but normally it's just two to three other students. So you're forced to speak and really interact with your fellow students and the teachers during the class. Yeah, so the hard facts, once again, you can sign up by October 15th. It'll start on October 31st. You can either do the regular sprint or the super sprint. So either 15 classes a month for three months or 30 classes a month. And with our code CHAMP21, you will save 20 euros on the deposit. And you can just sign up through the link in the show notes and the info box. And with that, heading back to Josh and Faley of the past. But before we do that, we just want to mention that we are now in September and we recorded this episode. When did we record it? Like it was beginning August. of August. Yeah. 
So some of the corona rules and requirements for travel that we talked about um, have changed in the meantime. So um, just remember that when you're listening to this episode that it was recorded prior to this actual date. So some of the requirements have changed. Even Europeans are now going to be able to come to the U.S. Yay, um, starting in November, I believe. <laughs> yeah. So that's one thing that wasn't accurate at the time of the recording of this main episode. Yeah. And with that, back to past Feli and past Josh. But yeah, so we're both in Munich now. How was your trip here? The trip actually was pretty smooth. Yeah. Um, I was a little frustrated at first on the long flight from Detroit to Amsterdam because the screen wasn't working for me. Really? And it wasn't working for probably half of the, the plane. And I asked one of the flight attendants about it, just like yeah. try to be nice, like, hey, I'm not sure if you're aware. I'm sure you are, but some of the screens aren't working. Mm-hmm. He said, yeah, and it's not going to work. Um, I'd That's be happy to annoying. compensate you. Um, like mon- with money or like that's what he said or, okay. and, I, and then he said well, well once we get in the air though we'll um we'll look at it and luckily they were able to restart it and it okay. worked somewhat but not well so i only really watched one movie Damn, yeah that actually no i was able to finally get a second one started but i fell asleep right away once yeah. it started which was good yeah um but other than that the the trip was relatively smooth how was yeah. yours yeah mine i think mine was like I don't want to like say mine was smoother than yours, but like I know that you had two stops. Yeah. I only had one stop, which was cool. Um, no, I mean, no major delays. My first flight from Cincinnati to Washington had a slight delay, but we still actually landed there on time and everything. Um, no, never mind. It was the second flight that had a delay. I'm, I was so confused in my, in my head. It was the second flight that had a delay, um, but we still landed in Munich on time. Mm-hmm. That's what I was trying to say. Um, it was kind of funny because like I arrived in Washington at the airport and it was like a ghost town at first. Mm -hmm. And I just like walked through it, got to my gate, got some food, sat down there, actually finished up the podcast episode with Frau König. Okay. (laughs) Like at the gate, like uploaded that, made the thumbnail and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, Because I had like three hours. And two hours later, the whole thing was so crowded that I got up and like basically went to the bathroom just to have some space to myself. Because everyone who was on that flight was in that little gate and just gathering around the whole Mm -hmm. thing and like blocking the hallway even and what they did which they have to do this they actually do this a lot better now than over christmas which is the last time that i uh flew between uh america and germany this time the airlines were a lot they were prepared a lot better for checking the requirements Mm -hmm. for the different destination countries uh, when it came to vaccination Mm -hmm. cards or like test requirements, etc. So they had to check everyone's vaccination card or test at the counter first. And when you when you checked in. So not when you checked in, but when you got to the gate. Ah, okay. So to the gate to the international flight. Um what did I fly to Germany with last time? I think it was Air France last time, mm-hmm. which like you flew Delta, right? Yeah, it's the Delta part. And when I did that in December, which like they're connected, Air France and Delta. So like usually that should be like about the same. Um, they did that too, but they were really unorganized when yeah. they did it back in December. And this time they were super organized because they had like 20 different destination countries that they had to check the requirements mm-hmm. for because not everyone flew just to Munich. A lot yeah. of people flew somewhere else from Munich and they needed to check that for all these different countries because in some countries the test has to be 48 hours mm-hmm. before you leave. In some countries it can be 72 hour, hours before uh, in some countries it's fine to just have the vaccination mm-hmm. proof which is it's the for case germany. for germany so um basically because they didn't repeat the announcement at the gate at one point all these people that had already oh, gathered no. there all lined up at once at the gate and mm-hmm. then blocked everything 
Because they that's, didn't know. That's they weird, though, because that. the way that it worked with Delta was that you just had to show when you checked in and like mm-hmm. dropped off your bag. Like I wasn't able to check in online, mm-hmm. probably because an international flight was in my booking. Mm-hmm. Also, because I had a like a one way like back to Germany, they had to prove that I can stay in Germany. Yeah. Um. So I had to show them like my my residency permit and everything. Um, but they checked all of my documents at check-in as yeah. opposed to at the gate. But one thing that was weird about my trip, um, the flight from Detroit to Amsterdam, I didn't have to show a boarding pass. Um, I just gave them my my um, passport, and then they used a facial recognition software. Oh, that's I, what they— I, I think they've done that before, but it was so yeah. weird. I've heard that at the airport that there was an announcement, and I thought it was for my flight first, but I think mm-hmm. it must have been for another flight, where they said the same thing. Like, after you uh, scan your boarding pass, you're going to have to step up mm-hmm. to the face recognition thing, and then they didn't do that for my flight after okay. all. Um, that's that's crazy. It's. I'm trying to remember if at some point Delta has, like, that data of what my face looks like. Probably. But like, I mean, yeah, probably. I mean, they, they must, they must have. Times. But where they got it from? Like, at some point, did I give them a picture? I mean, of they me, ch- they scanned the passport, right? True. They might just uh, okay compare it to the picture on the passport. That's possible. I'm assuming. I don't know. Well, if you guys know, let super us know. Super weird. Super but, weird. Um, no, to be honest, though, overall, I am becoming a bigger fan of United every single time. So yeah. I flew United Airlines, and I flew with them after Christmas so like I flew to Germany for Christmas with Delta slash Air France Mm -hmm. and then flew back with United and every time I fly United their like apps and uh, text message service is so great like you land at your first layover and it'll literally just send you a text message Uh, welcome to this airport you have so and so many minutes to get to your next gate which is this gate if you need a, a airport map click on this link and then the app is really really good too so I could check in online and they also online had this, all this information listed, what I needed for which flight, what mm-hmm. I needed for which destination, super, um, what am I like? Well-organized. Yeah, yeah. well-organized, well-structured. Um, and then you had to upload your test or vaccination proof beforehand as a ah. picture. And they, and you could only do it like the day before, I think. And then it said pending, like we're checking if this mm-hmm. is the right thing. And then they approved it basically, which <laughs> is awesome. Cause then you like know that you have the right documents yeah. to get to that country. The only thing really was just at the gates. But I think it's also just because the Washington airport is very narrow. Yeah. And uh, people just blocked everything up. But basically, my trip was very smoothly besides that. And I just had my window seat, which I always <laughs> need because, first of all, that's the best way I can sleep. And then also I get motion sick. So I'm the exact opposite. You I, I mean, I, aisle to get up and stuff. Yeah, I don't like having to. Yeah, I like to get yeah. up and I use the bathroom relatively often. That's so, true. <laughs> so I don't have to disturb the people to get out of the aisle. I always try to get an aisle seat. And yeah. I mean, every once in a while, I'll sit by the window. It's nice to look out the window, yeah. but at the same time, I would almost rather just have my aisle seat. Yeah, just no, I, I need my window seat always. Um, and I didn't even watch a movie. I watched a couple episodes of a show and then I actually downloaded stuff to my laptop on Netflix because mm-hmm. I started this the last season of this German Netflix show called Biohackers uh, okay. at the gate. I started it there and then I needed to finish it. <laughs> so like I downloaded it to my laptop and just finished that and then just slept. Yeah, I read a little. But um, So yeah, now you guys are updated yes, exactly. to the detail. <laughs> it was like our update on our trip together <laughs> yeah. too because we didn't really talk about, about no, it with each other yet. It just happened um, basically two days ago. But 
Yeah, being back in Germany is kind of weird for me. Really? I, I You've mean, only been gone for, what, two weeks? I know, but like I said, in the U.S., I got like really accustomed to being back in the U.S. Mm-hmm. quickly. Um, Today is a little better than yesterday. Yesterday was just super confusing. Just like my brain couldn't process it all. But I think that just has to do with the fact that I didn't get much sleep on the plane. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that first day is always kind of a blur. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just it's just a weird experience like this being home now and going and visiting the U.S. and then coming back here. It's just... I mean, you know what it, what I'm talking about. Yeah. It's just like a weird, surreal feeling. Um, but I'm happy to be back. It's it's cool yeah. to be here too. Yeah, it's kind of weird that like you might you're home visiting your family, but at the same time, like all your things that you didn't bring, they're at your other home. Like my exactly. cat is at home, but mm-hmm. it's not here. It's yeah. kind of weird. Um, yeah, I forgot a couple of things too. Forgot my uh, camera charger, which is awesome. I had it. I know I had it in my hands. I like already wrapped it around my hand mm-hmm. to pack it, and I don't know what happened with it. I I could have sworn I packed it, but it's not here. So I must have left it at home, which is kind of annoying because yeah. I could only record one video now, and then the battery was out. <laughs> I guess it's some forced vacation for you, right? I guess so. I'm just gonna order one though. <laughs> <laughs> well, until it gets here, and with yeah. Amazon, it'll probably be here tomorrow. But yeah. Yeah, or like two days or something, yeah. yeah. Um, that's all my updates, though. Yeah, I mean, we, we just saw each other, so we don't have a ton to update on. But we decided that we would meet here in Germany to record another episode and continue with the dialect series. Last time we did an episode like this was who knows when. For you guys, <laughs> for us it was last week, but for you guys it'll be couple, quite a few weeks away. Yeah, probably. Um, but yeah, we asked you guys to send in more recordings and we're still working through the recordings that a few of you had sent before. Yeah, we hadn't gotten through the whole list of recordings. I think we had like six or seven left that we couldn't finish last time because you actually had to leave mm-hmm. when we recorded the oh, last Oh, that's what episode. I was going to say too. Oh, yeah, gl- global, Go- entry global entry. How did that work? It, I mean, I haven't done the global entry because you only do that coming into the country. Oh, I'm dumb. Yeah. Except <laughs> now I'm interested. Where do they stamp your passport? What do you mean? For you leaving the U.S., when when do they stamp your passport? They don't. They don't? No. Oh. <laughs> Wait, what? Why would they stamp my passport to leave the U.S.? They stamp my passport when I leave Germany or leave the, really? the Schengen area, yeah. Oh, no, they don't. And do, they, do they stamp US. it when you come in? To the U.S.? Yeah. Yeah. So how, well, do, they, how do they know when you do leave? Do they still? I don't know now with my green card, honestly. I don't remember if That's they stamped weird. it last time. Probably though, I think they do. I think that as usually they uh-huh. do. I just don't know if they've done it since I have my green card. I think so. Though. But they they definitely didn't stamp it when you left. No, I don't know where so they you, would do that. Yeah, that's, that's what I was wondering because when I leave, I mean, you go through the TSA in Cincinnati. Yeah, and then nothing happens. But where do they stamp your passport when you leave Germany? Well, this oh, ta- at this little pass control thing. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you're yeah. right. Oh, yeah. I never thought about that because yeah, yeah. they don't do anything to my German exactly. passport. You guys are probably really confused <laughs> right now because this is like such an insider talk. If you've, you've never traveled between between like the EU and yeah. the US, you probably don't know what we're talking about. But when you leave Germany or probably any other country within the European Union, mm-hmm. you go through a pass control first, like yes. before even getting to no, after TSA. It, it's, it's after TSA. So right? leaving yeah. leaving Europe is a little more complicated than leaving the U.S. So in my case, 
I flew from Munich to Amsterdam, and my passport wasn't checked or stamped in Munich, but rather when I changed terminals from a EU internal... Right, when you um, left the EU. When I left the EU or yeah. left the Schengen area, yeah. is what it's called, that's when they actually stamped my passport. Got so my, my passport stamps show a- Amsterdam as opposed to Munich. Okay, interesting. See, like, they don't stamp my passport as a member of the European Correct. Union leaving. So I, I didn't know they exactly. did that. <laughs> so then my brain just assumed, okay, they don't stamp my passport passport when I leave the U.S. because I'm an American citizen, right. but I assumed that they would stamp yours, but nope. I guess they did No, I know that they keep record of who leaves the country, but not in forms of a stamp. I think they just do it somehow in their system. Yeah. They scan your passport uh, when they check when you check in or something. Yeah. Interesting. So you don't talk to any border agent when you no. leave just TSA? No. That's crazy. <laughs> but what I was trying to get at earlier with the whole global entry thing is I applied for global entry. I had my interview in Cincinnati and with global entry, which is an expedited immigration process into the U.S. when you're coming from abroad, um, that's only available to American citizens, American green card holders, or certain other countries with special privileges. Um, you also get TSA pre-check. So I got to go through TSA pre-check leaving uh, Cincinnati. Which means that just TSA is a lot quicker, it's right? It's a lot quicker. Yeah. Normally in Cincinnati, it's not bad, but it was like a 20 minute wait in the oh, normal line when really? I left. From yeah. you, like I just walked through. <laughs> That's how it normally is, is that yeah. it's super quick. But this time there was a 20 minute wait mm-hmm. and I didn't need more than three minutes because I just nice. got to go to the TSA pre-check, didn't have to take off my shoes, take off my belt. You don't have to take off your shoes nope. then? Oh, that's worth it for yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to take your laptop out of your bag. Really? Yeah, it was super easy. I, I mean, I don't want to doubt this whole system, mm-hmm. but that seems weird like why would you just because someone went through that interview why would you trust them more with like the stuff that they bring on the plane yeah i mean they do back uh extensive background check they yeah, say but still you could still you know bring something that's not allowed yeah yeah no, no definitely <laughs> definitely i mean they, they're putting trust in you yeah i guess so huh that doesn't sound like the u.s <laughs> no, usually, no 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 usually works so <laughs> interesting but yeah that was cool yeah getting to go through security relatively quickly yeah that's cool. And then like next time, probably for Christmas, when you go back to the U.S., you're not going to have to wait in line really to go through immigration. But exactly. Gonna... It'll at least be a much shorter line. Is, than... it, th- is it this kiosk thing you mm-hmm. then? Yeah. yeah, there's a kiosk where you then have to go and put your passport and they scan it. Which is kind of what I do as a German citizen yeah. entering Germany. Which is the European setup is a lot faster and more high tech, I feel like, than the American oh, one. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, but I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. I'll, I'll have to update you guys when I finally go yeah. through that process going into the U.S. Maybe I should consider applying for that, too. I'd, like, never really considered it because I think it costs a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I knew that the process takes a while and you have to do the interview yeah. and everything. So, like, I never really bothered applying for it, but maybe yeah. I should because every time I book a flight into the U.S., I have to consider that my layover has to be long enough mm-hmm. for me to actually get through immigration because sometimes you're in line for – I've been in line for, like, two or three hours before. Oh, wow. Yeah. I've never had it that bad, but I've, I've stood yeah, in line like for Chicago a while. Yeah, like Chicago airport when three flights land at the same time and yeah. they have only two counters open. Mm-hmm. It, it can be bad. Like, I think last time for Christmas, it was literally only my flight and it still took about an hour wow. to go through. Because they question you a lot when you enter the U.S. For me, not so much anymore because I have the green card. But if you're a tourist mm-hmm. or on any other kind of visa, they they ask you all kinds of questions. See, I don't know that experience yeah. because it's me just as a citizen returning. 
But yeah. I've heard horror And then, stories. no, in Germany, they don't ask you as many questions when you enter on a visa. That was super cool this time when I entered the EU. I just put my, my passport and my residency permit, not a single question, just yeah. a stamp. See, for me, I have that same, yeah. I mean, even like a higher status almost with the green card, yeah. right? Um, and they still ask me all these questions. Yeah. Not as many anymore. Before that, on like another visa, you usually have to show proof too, like oh, your... Wow flight back usually mm -hmm. or like your work contract or they will ask you questions about your job to just see if you have an answer wow. to their like detailed questions mm -hmm. like they'll ask you about like what's your position called exactly who's your supervisor wow. like, what do you do <laughs> etc yeah. yeah i mean they asked questions for me before i had my residency permit but nothing that that intense i know germany is a little more easygoing with that which yeah. you can criticize or not i don't know what's what's better but so, yeah, should so we, that's that. Should, I was going to say, we, we started to introduce dialects and then we jumped back to travel. And yeah. now I think we should actually get started with the yes. dialects. Let's go back to that. So I'm on our little uh, Anchor FM website where you guys could submit your one minute long uh, voice messages of you speaking in your dialect or accent, whether it's German or English, and then either give us something to guess what you're saying. That's, I think, what most people yeah. did. Or like some people also just gave us some comments mm -hmm. on their own dialect. But yeah, let's. let's I think keep we were guessing. excited too last time because we had a few more English speaking. Yes, because the examples. first episode it was mostly just German accents, which is yeah. cool too. But there are more of them. Yeah. So let's see what we have now. So last time we ended with Andy, and the next one in line is Anya. And the file says Anya. Pause after seven seconds if you want to guess where I'm from. Let's right. see. Hoi zusammen, ich bin Anja und ich habe ein Schreiben, Grüße müssen in meinem Kochikastli. So, ja, das war Schweizerkastli. No, I, I, I didn't no understand cool. everything, but I mean, she said, ha, Hoi zusammen. Ich bin Anja. Aha, ich bin Anja. And then I didn't understand something about regelmäßig is what yeah, I thought. I or she said something about Müsli. One of the two. But I think it's regelmäßig <laughs> because do you know what Rüchichäschli means? No, but uh, let me say yes. this. I, from just not understanding it, but just from like me hearing it, I kind of thought she said something like she likes our podcast or listens to our podcast. No. But that might have not been it. I, I missed the thing that connected what she said before to Rüchichäschli. Yeah. But that means Küchenschrank. So it's a kitchen cabinet. Why would she? So, why would she say that? That's what I'm trying to. Can you play it one more time? Yeah. Hi, Sama. Ich bin Anja und ich habe es schreiben. Grüße müssen in meinem Küchenkastli. Grüße müssen. So like I said, I, I, I heard regelmäßig, yeah. but um, regelmäßig Küchenkastli doesn't make sense. So. And you're 100 sure that it's. Uh, Would you say Küchenschrank? Yeah, I'm, I'm 100% sure of that. Because so that's like the like typical word that Swiss people teach non-Swiss. Oh, got it. So Küche is Küche and Chäschli is Kasten. Oh, so she probably just like jumped right into her thing and just gave us like the hardest thing. Possibly. Like to, to yeah, understand. Yeah, das war Schweizerdeutsch. Und übersetzt bedeutet es, Hallo zusammen, ich bin Anja und ich habe einen riesen Durcheinander in meinem Küchenschrank. Ah, uh, okay, so I missed the riesen Durcheinander. Okay, so what she said is, obviously it was Swiss German, we like both recognized that right away, so it wasn't too bad that I didn't pause after mm -hmm. the seven seconds. Uh, it's pretty obvious, but she said that, um, she said, hi, uh, hi guys, I'm Anja and I have a big mess in my kitchen cabinet. Yeah, exactly. Cool. But now, now I'm confused why I didn't understand. Do you want to hear it one more time? One more time, just one for my interest. Hi, Sama. Ich bin Anja und ich habe es schreiben, Grüße müssen in Ich habe. So, ich habe. Yeah. So, I missed I that. that. I understood that. Okay. Okay. 
I mean, it makes more sense. I I understood that somewhat before. And then, but what's ca- but what's the what, cow? The Durcheinander. Okay, I didn't understand. Yeah. I don't know. All right. Oh, well. um, let's Let just, us know in the comments. Let's keep listening because her uh, message isn't over yet. Oh wow! Yeah. So that was Swiss German, and it translates to "Hi, my name is Anya, and there's a really big mess in my kitchen cabinet." And I chose this somewhat unusual sentence because it contains a lot of the ch sounds, yeah, um, which is kind of a signature sound in the Swiss dialect, especially the one spoken in the canton of Zurich. And that's where I was born and raised. Um, and I love listening to your podcast because my dad is American and my mom is from Germany, so I can kind of relate to the both of you. Lots of love from Switzerland. That's interesting. Merci so she's mal. half American, half German, but grew up and lives in Switzerland. Yeah. That's cool. Interesting. And she said she's from Zürich, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So she speaks Zürich. Yeah. So, that, so like, in Kanton Switzerland, each, like each their, canton yeah. has a different dialect. How too. do you say like canton in English? Canton, I think. Canton. It's like each state, basically. Yeah. All right. The next one comes from Julia Stoll, I believe. Or Julia Stoll, but probably. <laughs> probably German. <laughs> and it says dialect examples. Hi, Josh and Feli. I noticed in the last episode that there was no example from my region, so I thought I'd contribute this time. Like the others have done, I will say a sentence in my dialect, then in standard German. Pause it real quick. She's hear, in the U.S. I know. I hear an American <laughs> siren. <laughs> yeah, you can hear an Amer- the, the American, uh, I think it's an ambulance or police car maybe yeah. in the background. So yeah, she's I definitely was thinking in the, US. the same thing. I was like, <laughs> obviously at least North America. this is not a German siren. And we've talked about sirens yes. before too. And then in English. Okay. Could did you understand that? It's something let's play it one more time because I was I was still on the siren in my brain. Oh yeah. It was pretty quick. German and then in English. Ich komme am liebsten, wenn schon geschafft ist, aber noch nicht gestern. Ich kann am liebsten, wenn es. Ich komme am liebsten, oh, wenn schon no. gearbeitet. Oh, I, was, no. I was gonna say, ich kann am liebsten <laughs> und dann schaffen is arbeiten in Southwest Germany slash Switzerland, so yeah, and then what I was the what rest? Oh, the yeah. Uh, hold on. I forget too. Like, I understood it by now. Uh, aber noch nicht gegessen ist, I think. Okay. Ich komme am liebsten, wenn schon geschafft ist, aber noch nicht gegessen. Aber, ja, ja. So, uh, yeah. Also, ich komme am liebsten, wenn schon gearbeitet wurde, aber noch nicht gegessen wurde. Yeah. Basically. I heard gestern, but oh. it doesn't make sense. Let's see so. what she says. Ich komme am liebsten, wenn schon gearbeitet wurde. Aber noch nicht gegessen. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah you're right. Um, so I guess that like is a saying. Basically, it means I like to come or like I like to join, I would probably mm-hmm. translate it, after the work has been done, but before, before the meal. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> before you eat. So I guess that's like something that people would say that, you know, they don't want to help working people, but they want to like enjoy the fun part of the day exactly it's like when you help someone with a move and you don't actually help with the move you just show up for the for pizza, the pizza. And beer after. yeah <laughs> is that like a germany-wide saying i don't think so okay no um and also i now see i always do this thing where i like i listen to what they're saying but mm-hmm. i don't pay attention to what dialect this could be so i, I gotta definitely listen was southwest more. germany for me i just don't know which one yeah, Schwäbisch, oder? Yeah, Schwäbisch or Badisch is what I would think. Ich komme am liebsten, wenn schon gearbeitet wurde, aber noch nicht gegessen. I prefer to come when the work is done, but not the eating. So, Erledrigsklump, du hast alles zeichnas. Guck mal, ob der Schraubezieher in der Gruschelschublade ist. Okay, I didn't fully understand the first part. Yeah, neither did I. Let's listen one more time. So, Erledrigsklump, 
Du hast alles zeichnas. Guck mal, ob der Schraubezieher in der Gruschelschublade ist. Something okay. about everything being nass. Yes, everything being wet. So like, they use some dialect word for like, Alter or like, you person. No, I don't think you so. Don't think so? so a letrix klump or something I heard. So klump means like, like piece of uh, piece junk. of junk. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if she said like ledrig as in like it's made out of leather ah, or something okay. like that, or if it's just like an adjective saying mm -hmm. like such a shitty junk. Yeah. Um, everything's wet in here, and then she said, uh, "Schau mal in der Kruschelschub oder schau mal ob der Schraubenzieher in der Kruschelschublade ist." Yeah, exactly. So <coughs> see if the screwdriver is in the kitchen drawer. Yeah, isn't there like a, the junk drawer? Basically? The junk drawer. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. So ein wertloser Schrott. Da ist alles komplett nass. Schau mal, ob der Schraubenzieher in der Stöberschublade ist. In der Stöberschublade? Stöber? I don't know that. Is that junk drawer? Um, yeah, I've never heard that term. Like, stöbern means to, like, do you know what stöbern uh -uh. means? Uh, see, stöbern. I don't know how to, like, translate it into English, but if you look through stuff to find something, or if you just, like, look through um, a store, but mm. you're not trying to buy anything. Ah, okay. It's kind of like that. Let is me it kind see of like, what, like, is, is schmückern also a sim? Is that I don't a think word? I know schmückern. Or schmückern. Oh, schmückern. Schmückern, um, yeah. schmückern, I would say, is more, more uh, like reading. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Stöbern, to browse, to query. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know if you query, use it yeah. like, what, query? Query. Query, even I though think. it's spelled with an A. Oh, never mind. I don't know. It's uh, spelled with an I A. I think you're right. I think you're right, Ed. <laughs> I don't know. I've never heard this word before. <laughs> I wouldn't I'm say lost. it, so. But anyways, um, not quite sure if you would like use the English words the same mm -hmm. way, but... I don't, I've never, I've never said Stöberschublade. I would okay. always say, I don't even know what I would say. Kruschelschublade, maybe not something that I said growing up, but I would have understood it. I don't know, guys. <laughs> what do you call that drawer? Everyone has that drawer. Yeah, a and junk I, drawer. I probably had a name for it growing up, but I can't think of it right now. All right, there's more from Julia. Yes. So let's keep listening. What a worthless piece of junk. Everything is completely wet. See if the screwdriver is in the rummage drawer. Rummage drawer, yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I've heard that as well. It's not something I would say. Rummage. So, like, rummage is just junk. So okay. you can have a rummage sale. Yeah. Like I've, a junk I've sale. I've never heard that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and is you it can American also, like, English? I, I think so. Okay. You can, like, rummage through something as huh. well. See, learning things. Yeah. <laughs> and something my grandfather would say. Nicht geschimpft ist genug gelobt. Yeah. Nicht geschimpft. They say that in... Uh, in, in Bavaria, too. Net geschimpft ist genug... How did she pronounce it? Net geschimpft ist genug gelobt? Genug gelobt? We, we're Bavarianizing it. And something my grandfather would say. Net geschimpft ist genug gelobt. Ist, ist, ist genug gelobt. gelobt. Uh, so, not being yelled at or not being... We talked about schimpfen last, yeah. in the last Ilex episode as well. It's difficult to explain. I don't but, know how to translate schimpfen, but... So, not, someone not being upset with you is enough praise. Yeah, which is actually a thing that's kind of true in Germany. People will also say like, da kann man nicht meckern. You yeah. can't complain about that. Which is kind a of compliment. like a, a praise and a compliment in German. Yeah. <laughs> nicht geschimpft ist genug gelobt. Not scolded is praised enough. Scolded. Scolded, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but the thing is like scolded couldn't only be the translation in this specific context yeah. and not if you just schimpfen like with yourself, if you yeah. just like cuss around, you uh -huh. can't use that word yeah. as a translation. And then Julia sent us another one where it just says where she's from. So if you haven't guessed already, that was Swabian. Okay. So I am Schwäbisch. from a small town about halfway between Stuttgart and Karlsruhe. Um, so that's very close to the old border between Baden and Württemberg. 
And I'm sure that means that I have some Badish uh, influences as well in my dialect. Cool. Cool. So Thank you, Julia. Both guesses were kind of correct, I guess. I mean, that's always my go-to because I can't tell the difference between Badish <laughs> I and, can't really and Schwäbisch, tell it so I always just say both just to be safe. I feel like Schwäbisch sounds more familiar because mm -hmm. I feel like you hear it more, but that's it. So like if it sounded a little odd, I'd be like, oh, maybe this is Badish instead of Schwäbisch, but basically it sounds just very similar. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. The next one is from Alex, which I think he sent us something in the last episode too. Um, the title is just, this is a good one. Thanks, guys. Hey guys, I'm from St. Louis, Missouri, and I think I have a pretty normal Midwestern accent. However, um, I recently moved to Kansas for university and have he doesn't have a typical Midwest in certain words and sounds. What'd you say? He doesn't sound particularly typical Midwest for, to no, me. I mean, not that I necessarily southern. sound the most Midwestern, but it's you can tell that it's closer to the South. Yeah, that's what I thought too when I first heard him in the last episode. Um, for example, one of the words is quarter. I pronounce it like it rhymes with water instead of uh -huh. quarter, I think. I don't know. I'm not really sure how other people say it. I would say quarter, and he says quarter. Yeah, quarter. Isn't like, what's the Cincinnati thing where people say washer? Yeah, warsh. That's also, I think, like an Appalachian thing that has come yeah. to Cincinnati or like Southwest Ohio. Does that least. sound similar to you? Like that kind of reminds me of that to, to pronounce it like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean... Kind of, not like super, it doesn't, I don't know. I, I think. What are other examples for that Cincinnati thing that some people But do? the thing is with Warsh, I think a lot of regions say that actually. Oh, Every really? region just says, oh, people where I'm from say this. Oh, really? Okay. Um, but my grandma that. also says toilet instead of toilet. Okay. Um, trying to think if there are any other. I don't know, I was, with, I was hanging out with my grandparents this last trip and she said theater, which is very Southern, but she theater. doesn't sound like she's from the South hmm. for theater. Yeah. She says theater, the okay. movie theater. Yeah. Interesting. Which, like I said, is very Southern. Yeah. But I don't think that's particularly Cincinnati. The only Cincinnati specific thing that comes to mind, other than those two examples of um, Warsh and, and uh, Toilet, I would say is saying please. Like, bitte. Right. Which, like, people tell me all the time that people say that. I've never once heard anyone say that in Cincinnati. I've heard it from more working class people, to mm -hmm. be honest. Like, Younger people or old people? More like middle-aged people, middle-aged to so old. So we should explain. So, I mean, for me, I've, as I said, never actually heard anyone use it. Mm -hmm. But people say that because of the German heritage in Cincinnati, um, people in Cincinnati actually will say, please, instead of you're welcome. No, right? it's please instead of pardon. Like, if I don't understand you. Oh, I thought yeah. it was instead of you're welcome. No, if I don't understand something oh, you so, say. Oh, and I, please? It's like, it's like, it would be like saying in German, wie bitte? Um, but Vibeta isn't pleased. That doesn't even make sense. <laughs> well, exactly. It comes away. It, it it comes away from. It it derives from people who wouldn't say Vibeta. They would just say Bitta, and then it's a false translation oh, okay. in that context. Okay. I mean, I'm I'm sure people have explained this to me correctly in the past, but I might have like remembered it wrong. So okay, so that people say that instead of pardon me or like can you repeat that? Um, they will say please because of the German heritage, which yeah, it's just it's not super common, but I've I've heard it every once in okay, a while. Okay, interesting. But we don't say quarter. Yeah, how do I say it? Quarter, Qu quarter. Now I I, don't I think even you know. say it kind of like I do, like quarter. I need I need a couple quarters. I now see now I feel like I say it weird. <laughs> <laughs> do you have a quarter? Now I now I say it weird as fuck. <laughs> quarter. Quarter. <laughs> I don't know. Quarter, but it comes from. I mean, it makes sense too. Uh, do you know what a quart is? 
I mean, a fourth of something. Yeah, or but it's like also it's a measure. It's a measure. It's oh. a measure of um, a volume as well. So you have a gallon. Oh. Then you have quarts. Then okay. you have pints. Then you I, have cups. I did not know a quart. Yeah. No. So a quart is a thing as well. You can, I think, huh. get like a quart of milk as well. Oh, I don't really? know. It's not okay. super common, but I would say quart. I wonder if he says quart. Quart. Let's keep listening. Then also, people from St. Louis pronounce something called the cot cot merger. Yeah. I recently learned, which is a series of sounds that most people pronounce the same in the United States, but we pronounce differently. For example. What did he say? It's the cot cot. I so in my accent, I say them the same cot cot. So like, uh, do you know what a cot is that you sleep on? Oh yeah. So that's spelled C O T and uh-huh. pronounced cot. Uh-huh. And then like to catch the the past participle caught is caught. Yeah. But I would say cot. Some people say like cot. more caught. Yeah, I would say it more like that. Or like if you want to take it really extreme, like New York would I be caught. Caught. <laughs> so I would just say caught. Like I caught it's the a same. ball. Sometimes I, I make a slight difference, like mm-hmm. I caught a ball. Isn't as it to like caught. longer for to catch? Like mm-hmm. to, I caught. I mean, I say it differently, anyways. Yeah, yeah. Caught. I, I. So I sleep on a cot, and I caught. So it's caught the same. a ball. There, it's it, this difference is so slight. The Germans are probably like, "What are they talking about?" <laughs> but yeah, the difference is between caught and caught. Well, the first time you said it, you said it exactly the exactly. same. Exactly. So and sometimes, kind of, yeah. sometimes I, I, I make the difference. Sometimes I don't. Yeah. For example, um, the namesake, caught and caught, such as I caught a bed on the ground and I caught a fish. Um, another example of this would be nod, like a dog gnawed on a bone and nod. Ah, like okay. Nod my head. Uh-huh. We pronounce them differently. Do you know this? So to nod your head. Yeah. So that for me would be nod. Right. And then to gnaw, G-N-A-W. Like you, to a like dog- nagen, oder? I don't know no. the German word for it, but what, like if a dog has a bone and they're like biting on it yeah. and like to help their teeth or make their teeth feel better. Or like if a child is teething, they can get like gnawing toys. Yeah, I think that's like nagen. Maybe. <laughs> Hold on. You spell it G-N. I think you spell it G-N-A-W. I think. It's not a yeah, word that you spell very often. Kauen, yeah. Yeah, Kauen. Yeah. But nagen is like the word that you would use. Nagen. Like, yeah. And it N-A-G-E-N. Does... Yes. So for example, if you're at Oktoberfest... Um, dann kannst du das Fleisch vom Knochen abnageln. Ah, okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, But yeah, the difference between nod and gnaw. <laughs> to nod? I mean, I don't, I don't even use that word, so I wouldn't even know yeah. how I would pronounce it, gnaw. I'd probably pronounce it more like narrow uh-huh. from like what it's spelled, but that's nothing that you can really rely on with English anyways. Yeah. I'm nodding. I'm nodding. See, as soon as we talk about these words, I don't even know how I usually pronounce That's them. That's my issue too. Are you nodding? All right, I'm not. That sounds so weird. I'm, not, I'm nodding my head and I <laughs> gnaw on a bone. <laughs> also, we call stuff soda, Josh, not pop. Oh, what's the last so- thing he said about soda and pop? I, and I think he said we call it soda, Josh, not pop. Yeah, okay. Well, he already said that in the last recording. He might have thought that maybe the last recording didn't go through or something. Uh, that's possible. Um, all right. The next one. Well, thanks again, Alex, yes, thank for you, that. Alex. Okay. The next one comes from Benjamin Z or Benjamin Z. Either way. But no, actually, now that I'm seeing the title, it says, guess my accent. But then it says where he's from. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Um, don't, I don't know, though. So okay. don't tell me. Yeah, I'm not going to tell you. Hello, Josh and Philly. This is Benjamin from New York. Hi. I've quite enjoyed your podcast and your videos. From New York? Um, okay, he must live Philly. in New York. Start- What? He must live in New York. 
But he's oh, not from New York. Right, yeah, 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 okay. I love watching your videos a while back. I mean, he sounds and British. I'm very glad you joined Effort with Josh. And I really like hearing you guys talking about your experiences and cultural I don't think he's actually British. Differences. What do you think he is? I don't know, but something... Australian? I don't know, it's, it's a weird mix. I think he's British. Is, um, yeah. Uh, this is an impromptu speech, and therefore I may appear to be a little speechless. Um, didn't get a chance to prepare, but here's the chance for you to listen to some of my babbling with no filters on. I mean, it definitely right, sounds I'm more British than anything else. Um, ten seconds left, but I guess I'll just cut it short and give you back eight seconds of your life. Thank you. He didn't say what his accent was, he though. He didn't. Oh no! We did. I mean, was he trying? Like, was he saying that that's his New York accent? That's there's no way. That's not a New York accent. No. Um, like I said, it almost sounds like a to me at least, and I could be completely wrong. I I don't have too much exposure to real life British accents, um, as opposed to what just what you see like in media. But it almost sounded like someone who had learned English with a British accent. Like some of the consonants sounded mm-hmm. a little too hard. I think. Um, and some of the vowel sounds sounded British, and then some of them somewhat sounded Australian to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so just because of the mixture of the, a few different aspects, that's why I said I don't think he necessarily sounds British. Mm-hmm. But it could just be a British accent that I'm not used to. Yeah, there's so many. I, I did a high school exchange in the uh, area of Liverpool when I was mm-hmm. 15. I couldn't understand a word. Mm-hmm. And I was like used to hearing like London, British English, and I could not understand these people at all. But um, yeah, I mean... Maybe he's like someone who doesn't speak English natively then. Possibly. Or that's like my second guess would have been Australia, but like it didn't sound like an Australian accent to me though. No, another thing that happens too is when you move to another English speaking country, your accent tends to change somewhat. Yeah. A little. Yeah. Um, So if he's British and then has moved to the US, maybe that would explain some of the inconsistencies or some of the little things that I thought, hmm. Maybe he's not actually British. Yeah, I don't know. Not I too thought, bad we like, don't know. <laughs> I, maybe, Benjamin, if you're listening to this episode, which you hopefully are, let us know in the comments what your accent actually is. I thought he sounded 100% British. Yeah, I was waiting for like a grammar mistake or something to help. Like, ah, <laughs> but it didn't happen. So <laughs> No, maybe I mean, also, like, apparently he lives in New York, so yeah. that could have just been it. Well, thank you, Benjamin. Too bad we don't know where you're from. Yeah. Okay, the next one comes from Thomas G. I or think. Thomas G. I think it's Thomas G. Hello, Josh and Feely. No. My name is Thomas and I really enjoy your podcast. I was wrong. <laughs> I've listened to every episode from right back when you started. He's Australian. I set aside 90 is minutes it, wait. every second. He might be New Zealand. He might be a Kiwi. Okay, no, New Zealanders do the A sound I know. really strongly. Hold on, let, let's listen one more time. Hello, Josh and Feely. My name is Thomas and I really enjoy your podcast. I've listened to every episode from right back when you started. I set aside 90 minutes every second weekend. so No, I, I think listen. it's more Australian. My parents are both German, but I was born and raised in another country. I can't really speak German, but I can follow a conversation and I generally know what people are talking about. Can you guess by my accent where I'm from? I was like waiting for a word with an E and yeah, I think the, the, he only did weekend. I think only weekend was the only one. Yeah. Or, or did he say weekend? What was it? He said one like word with that sound. I, where, and I was he listening for the same sound it like a kiwi. Yeah, I think so he's Australian. He's Australian for sure. But that's that's something that is somewhat difficult if you don't have a lot of exposure to both accents to hear the difference between. 
Yeah, there's a few YouTubers from New Zealand, and you can hear it very oh, clearly. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, Jamie's World, she was really big a few years ago. Uh, she was just like, she did like comedy skits, mm-hmm. um, and she has a very strongly the A sound. Yeah, the, like one like, thing that they do too, like on fish and chips, they would say fush and chups. Oh, really? They yeah. do that? Or something um, close to that. That's like probably not the best example. a good example for like a word with the A sound? Um, I think they say like weekend. Like, no, that's not, that was a good example, but like, give me a word that like... I, I don't know. Like I said, I don't have enough exposure to really speak too much on the topic. But they basically do a whole lot more of a German the, A sound almost. The, in, the, in the vowels, yeah, they're just different vowel sounds that you don't get in any other English speaking accent. Really. Yeah. Okay. The next and last one comes from Reinhard. Hallo, servus. Hallo, servus. Servus der deshalb interessant ist, weil er im Englischen exakt gleich geschrieben wird. Und zwar lautet dieser Begriff Sohn, Sohn. Okay, so what he said so far is uh, Hallo, Servus, which you guys should know that from my videos, uh, <laughs> basically just saying hi. Um, and that he has a dialect word for us that's really interesting because it's spelled the exact same in English. And then he said soon is what I heard. Yeah, he sounds Austrian to me. So, you don't really? think so? Play it again. I thought he was just Bavarian. I think he might be Austrian. I could be wrong. Hallo, servus. Ich habe für euch einen einfachen deutschen Dialekt. He might be from einen Oberösterreich. Einfachen, yeah, yeah, I think he's Oberösterreich. Der deshalb interessant ist, weil er im Englischen exakt gleich geschrieben wird. Und zwar lautet dieser Begriff Sohn. 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 Hm, eine Idee? So, it could ist, be... Ist, glaube ich, ganz einfach. I think it, it might be sp- Spelt like son, S-U-N, Sohn. But it sounds like soon. But like, did he say it, like he said it in German, right? Yeah, yeah, he said, he, it's, a, yeah, he said it's a dialect like, word. I don't know, I don't know the word mean. though, so I'm trying to think if there's... <laughs> but he, no, but he said it's spelt the same. Exactly. So he would mean like it's spelt S-O-N? I, no, I think S-U-N. S-U-N? What's that mean in English? Sun, the sun, die Sonne. Oh. <laughs> oh my god. I was so like uh, like focus on like sun as in like a like Sohn. Yeah, yeah. Because that was also like uh-huh. Okay. Soon. Soon. Um totally complicated. Because it sounds like a German someone with a really heavy German speaking accent soon. saying soon. 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 Um, um could, I feel the- like it sounds like a noun for sure. Yeah, yeah. To me, like, uh, like if it, like if it's a, a German dialect uh-huh. word, I don't think it would be an adjective or a verb. I think it'd be a noun. But other than that, I can't really tell what it would mean. Neither do I. Yeah, I don't know. Without context, it's, I don't know. No, it's like heart without context. Ist glaube ich ganz einfach. Sun bedeutet im bayerisch-österreichischen Dialekt Sonne or Sun in English. Ciao. Okay. Okay. So it literally means the same too. So yeah, it means the same and it's spelled the same. So it's yeah, it's soon in. Uh, whatever. Did he say soon or he says soon? Soon, soon. So it's that in the Bavarian Austrian dialect, which is what he said. So now we don't even know where he's from exactly. He might be from the border. Yeah, like it's hard to tell because he doesn't sound one hundred percent Austrian to me. Yeah. but he could be from Austria. Yeah, yeah. Like he has to that. me, he sounds Austrian, but that's just my my the way that he sounds to yeah, me. Yeah, but just he like said, some of the gleich, like some of like. But he didn't longer. say it that strongly. That's the not thing. that like, strongly. He said it very uh-huh. slightly. So like. If he was from like Linz, that could work. But Linz people usually speak stronger, even. Yeah, yeah, no, I. So um, he might be from the border, probably from the Austrian. But I've never heard someone say "zoon." No, me either. So 
That's why I wonder if it's more Austrian than actually Bavarian. Yeah. But I also don't talk about the sun too often. Bavarian dialects, there's so many. Yeah. Like people have different words in every village, basically. But um, yeah, so Zun in Bavarian Austrian dialect and sun in English, and it means the same and it's spelled the same. Interesting. Yeah, (laughs) I hadn't heard that before. (laughs) I didn't know that either. What was his name again? Reinhardt? Uh, Yeah, Reinhardt. Thank you, Reinhardt. Yes, thank you. And that was the last one for today, which is cool because now we actually like caught up with our voice messages, which I didn't even expect that we would anytime soon. But it's also, I think, because the last dialect episode hasn't come out at this point in time where we're recording. So I think if that had already come out, you guys would have already sent us new ones. Mm -hmm. But uh, that hasn't happened yet. So we said in the last episode that we might make this like a series, like an ongoing thing. So if you want to submit new voice messages, you can. You can do that on anchor.com fm slash understanding train station and then you just gotta scroll down a little bit and then you'll find this little button that says plus message or maybe i don't know if you access it in germany uh, it might say plus nachricht or something like that but you just gotta hit that and then you can record a one minute long voice message for us yeah we would be really happy if you guys sent us some messages so we continue can continue uh this series but i think we'll probably get some when the other dialect episode yeah and but also we can't really do it I mean, we can try and do it over the distance, but I think it's more likely that we're going to do it next time that we're together, which isn't going to be probably until Christmas. So it's definitely going to be a while until you hear the next episode too, which might be good because now we just recorded two of these so you might be sick of this anyways (laughs) (laughs) or have enough for now at least but yeah if you guys want to listen to the other episodes where we guest dialects we are going to link them all down below in the youtube description box or the show notes uh, if you're listening on apple Podcasts or spotify and we also had a whole episode where we just talked about dialects in general where we kind of tried to list a lot of them Mm -hmm. and give some examples both in the u.s and in germany uh it wasn't really a researched episode it was more just like a brainstorming episode Uh, but if you want to listen to that one we're going to link that one down below as well Um, and I feel like I have nothing else to say anymore (laughs) yeah I feel like we've been talking for a while and I mean you guys got a lot of just um, word vomit at the beginning of us just catching up so um, hopefully you guys found that interesting too just to hear some of our traveling stories and us uh, talking about our experiences it really is just like a normal conversation that we would have the life of a jet setter (laughs) or like what's like uh, sounds more glamorous than it is what's like Uh, Globetrotter. Globetrotter. I didn't know you. What what is Globetrotter? Globetrotter. I can't even speak German either. Like this is this is the kind of day I'm I'm having. I can't (laughs) speak either language, so don't blame me about my English. (laughs) Globetrotter. Yeah. Globetrotter. Jet setter. Uh, What's another word? Uh, pretentious digital nomad yeah pretentious. (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty much what it is. So, I, I I felt a little bad, and I think. So in the in the comment section of the video with my high school German teacher with uh, Christina, yeah, um, someone wrote, "Aren't you guys a little sick, or don't you think that you're taking this patting yourself on the back for reaching your second language or uh, reaching an advanced uh, second language a little too much?" I'm like, Did I don't we know. Do that though. I don't think so, um, and that's not our intention. Obviously, no. we we just enjoy sharing our experiences and. Um, I can see how it might come off that way, but... Um, I honestly, I don't, I'm not trying to be like defensive or anything, yeah, yeah. but I don't see how that came off like that in that episode. It's like a stated fact that Josh basically sounds like a native speaker when he speaks German. Obviously, yeah. we both have a lot of words that we don't know in the other language. Like, you could just tell it from today. My English was kind of rusty and I didn't understand a lot of the words um, that w- were said in the dialect yeah. voice messages. So, like, obviously, I'm... Neither of us would say that our German or English skills are perfect. No, by no but, means. <laughs> well, you know, we just, we talked about 
his German skills with exactly. his German high school teacher who taught him German from scratch. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I'm all comments are welcome. You know, it's yeah. just sometimes you're like, oh, okay, interesting. But like I said, I could see a little how it could, yeah, it maybe. could be interpreted that way. But but that's, I mean, that's obviously not what we're trying no. to convey, and that's also not how we feel no. about it. <laughs> By no so. means. The, the other day we were talking and we were like, yeah, we both feel like we've reached a level where like. We're like plateauing. We're plateauing and you really would have to invest a lot of effort to really take it even further. Yeah, I feel like I reached that level a few years ago, yeah. which is sad because you'd think that living in that country more permanently because at first it was more temporary for me. Mm-hmm. And you'd think moving there more permanently would actually help with your language skills. But I feel like nothing really changed since then. Yeah. Like I've kept my mistakes. I've maybe learned a couple of words here and there. Like, for example, today I learned one new word, which I already it? forgot. Again. <laughs> no, I forgot. I, I think um, it's easier for me to. Oh, um, rummaging. No, oh. um, what was it? The durch, durchwühlen. Yeah. Uh, rummage. Yeah. Rummage. Okay. I see it. I said rummage, but yeah, uh-huh. rummage. Uh-huh. Rummage. So I would have understood that next time if I had heard it yeah. somewhere for sure. Like I would have like, oh yeah, I remember Josh taught me this word. I forget what the German one was. How do you say it in German? Nagen. No. Oh. No, no. Grummage. Oh, I don't think. Oh, wühlen? No, no, really no, 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 for the drawer. Uh, we didn't, I didn't, oh, she said that. Um, yeah, Stuban. Yeah. Stuban. Yeah, okay. Stuban. Yeah. <laughs> so those are like the examples, but um, we're getting back on to just. I'm totally confused today. <laughs> like I'm really jet lagged. Um, anyways. Lots of chaos, yeah, we're going to let you guys go now. If you want to comment on this episode or any previous episode, uh, you can do so in the YouTube comments down below. Or of course, if you're listening on the audio version, you can either just go over to YouTube or you can uh, shoot us an email at understandingtrainstation at gmail.com. Another thing that we haven't mentioned in a yeah. while is to leave a review on whatever podcast. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, we haven't said it in a while, um, yeah. but you can always leave a review like on Apple Podcasts. Um, or I think wherever. that's it. Okay, maybe yeah. just on the Apple Podcasts, <laughs> but um, we would love to see your guys' reviews yeah. there and just hear back from you there as well. Yeah, it's cool too. I think I mentioned this before, but there is a different uh, Apple Podcast universe whether mm-hmm. you're accessing the german one or the american one yeah and a few months ago i accessed the german one for the first time because i like looked it up on my browser mm-hmm. and i was like oh wow there's so many german reviews too that i'd never seen yeah. before because my phone is set to america mm-hmm. and then it doesn't even show up so like i just had to switch my phone to german so to the german like apple store oh, really yeah because i had to download the covid app oh, and it's not yeah. available in the american yeah. um in the American store, so I need to get on and look at some of the comments. Yeah, the now German you can one. only see the German ones, yeah, I think. Yeah. But yeah, thank you guys so much for all of your reviews. Reviews, we love seeing them. Um, and then you can also support our podcast another way. Of course, you can also subscribe on YouTube. Yes. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube. And then you can also support us on patreon.com slash understanding train station or on buymeacoffee.com slash UTS podcast. podcast. <laughs> We're going to make it to the end, Faley. We could do it. I'm trying. I'm trying so hard. Um, yeah, if you support us on there, thank you so much. And then I'm also putting the link to our merch down below. It's on FaleyFromGermany.com and then there's a little understanding train station section there to get a t-shirt or a coffee mug or whatever you want to get. Um, yeah, and then I guess you're going to hear us in on Thursday weeks. in two weeks. Cheers. We'll talk to you then. Ciao.